Hey, welcome, Wendy. Hey, we're here today and it's Wednesday. <laughs> and you got your Biden-Harris hat I'm going to wear it until Inauguration Day and beyond. Wow, that's cool. That's uh, stick-to-itiveness. Yeah. That's awesome. So what did you do today? I brought the car in for an oil change, <laughs> dropped it off and walked back because, you know, I have time to do that now because I'm retired. That's right. That's right. How is, how's retirement going? <laughs> it's going really well. And then I walked, the, well, we w- both walked the dogs and then I took one of our fast walkers uh, alone. Yeah. Yeah. We walked definitely. almost five miles. So, so, you know, your birthday's coming up mm-hmm. and, uh, we're talking COVID, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking, we didn't have, see anybody thanks taking, nope. um, but a lot of people were at the airport and doing mm-hmm. like nothing matters and we're ready for another spike. Soup. Yeah. yeah. So we have, um, a peak now and we have a you know, we're having problems now. The peak is is really bad uh, by itself. And now that we have a lot of people out and about and traveling and visiting for the holidays and staying together, we're even going to be, you know, have that many more uh, positive people. Yes. I'm ho- hoping that people who are positive can just uh, stay at home and recover and do well and not have to, um, you know, overwhelm our health care system. The dog feels that way too. Oh, so. oh! <laughs> There's one of them that wants to come in. Walk- okay, go ahead. I'll go get her. Oh, okay. So I should just talk to myself. You know, one <laughs> of the things I want to give a quick shout out to is like everybody, uh, give us a call nine five two nine four six six two six two zero five. We're going to kind of have a little mishmash. We uh, I have a friend of mine that's on the line. We're going to get to in a few minutes, and we're going to talk line three. But I wanted to talk a little bit about um, hypocrisy and uh, things like that. And one of the big hypocritical things that we hear is, you know, uh, Walls is talking about COVID and locking down. And everyone that can see on uh, Facebook Live, Wendy's bringing the dog in on her own bed. It's almost like a float during the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Now she's putting it on the lap. Um, But we... uh, you know, are having COVID, and he's cl- and the governor's closing everything down except where Native Americans live, and uh, yeah, you know, and everything's okay for the pipeline, according to Walls, which is really a disturbing matter to me. Yeah, <clears throat> to all of us, really. Uh, mm-hmm. People that I've talked to, like w- that work with MN three hundred and fifty and Nancy Bolio, and uh, uh, just people that work with them are so sad. Mm-hmm. They're so beaten down yeah they feel defeated yeah yeah and it's and it's sad too and we'll get more into this Mm -hmm. and we'll maybe even repeat this but you know i feel like the lieutenant governor was used was used Mm. uh, in this election all these native people and progressive people surrounded uh walls who wasn't our first choice Mm -hmm. as governor Mm -hmm. and you know we got all these people now coming up in the republican party that are going to be governor like uh just heard today uh Matt Burke, a Crete and Durham Hall graduate and Harvard graduate and Center for the Vikings, thinks he can run the state better. Mm. And, you know, he's against women's rights, and he was brought up uh, as a good uh, Cretan, Cretan boy. And, uh, you know, so, you know, Walls has to watch out. He's, uh, you know, he's getting um, getting it from all ends. You mm-hmm. know, we're going to take a trip this week, uh, yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going. We're going up to the pipeline where they are building the pipeline right now. Mm-hmm, a couple uh, places, yeah, right? Yeah, and we are going to just be there in solidarity with our fellow uh, Native American people, yeah. and uh, we're going to just we're uh, going to get a tour from uh, Winona Leduc, mm-hmm. and then there's a couple of politicians. I don't know if I can say their names right now, and I won't. Um, but, uh, you'll see live Facebook feeds from me, uh, Friday mm-hmm. and Wendy, uh, when we're up there and, mm-hmm. and they'll maybe even say a few things, but they're concerned too. Mm-hmm. Very concerned. As we all should be. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have this ra- uh, radio show or any of the things that we do. Um, you've always been an animal advocate, but mm-hmm. I mean, things like, uh, you know, going to Standing Rock and all that, if they would have put the pipeline through the middle of Bismarck, mm-hmm. like they said they were going to, but they said, oh, no, 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 pipes leak. We want you to put yeah, it through the course. Indian's land. Right. 
you know, because it doesn't matter if it goes through there and leaks. Right. And so we feel that, you know, um, or I feel Mm -hmm. I can't speak for you, but I know you you think a lot of the same things I do. So (laughs) Uh, but we think that uh, or I think that uh, it's really been we've been played in in two years from now. There's a new election. So we're starting a new election cycle and maybe it's time for a third party. Maybe it's time to get somebody up against walls because this is this is bad. Mm-hmm. This is really, really bad. And like you said, Robert, you know I care about uh, animals, and of course I care about people too, of course. But um, these pipelines uh, really impact our wild animals and our wildlife. Um, the Fish and Wildlife Service uh, says that you know the oil leaks. It ruins habitat. It ruins uh, breeding grounds. Uh, it it can cause problems with uh, migratory animals um, while they're building the pipeline. They the animals can't go where they need to go. Uh, many of them will die. Um, so it doesn't just affect animals. It affects you know I, I mean people. It affects animals. It affects the water. It's it it affects emissions. Um, and, you know, the jobs that it's going to produce um, are, are going to leave once the pipeline's built. Uh, All the hotels are full of people from not from Minnesota yeah, working on these pipelines yep. starting now. Yeah. They're all full you know, up there. It's just so upsetting. Hey, that's... And a- then we have COVID. So yeah. we have all these people packed there. It's going to be another super spreader, like a, like a Trump rally. And, uh, yeah, yeah, let's get... Yeah, you know, before we do that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just want to say um, tonight there's going to be a new show on Facebook Live via Native Roots Radio Network, and it's called, what did you, you named it. <laughs> Together with Heather. <laughs> That's right, with Heather Keeler, and she's and she's doing an in, uh, interesting show tonight. It's at 7.30 on our Facebook Live, and she's doing, she's newly elected mm-hmm. House Representative up there in District 4. Mm-hmm. And she's doing uh, something kind of fun and different where she's, uh, we're producing it, but she's going to have her family on. That's great. It is great. I, I love that. And I love that you're doing it and that, yeah, you know, we're all involved. doing it. Yeah. And uh, Oglama will be producing it and awesome. I'll stop in and just say, hey, I own this and, uh, you know, I'm the, <laughs> I run this, but I really don't do anything and then leave. There you go. As, as Emma does all the work, mm-hmm. as usual. You women do all the work, and I just uh, get all the... You get all the credit, that's yeah, right. That's right. So I just want to let everyone know, give us a call at 952-946-6205. And uh, let's jump in and talk to uh, Jim Jim Parrish. Uh, he, uh, Jim is one of our allies who sends us news, a lot of news he runs. He's one of the administrators of uh, Water Warriors Twin Cities, Um when I started that Facebook page, I call it something really mean and against the water, but we, it, uh, it mellowed out. And I think Maggie Lorenz came up with the water warriors, but, uh, I like uh, that name water warriors. We'll make t-shirts. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the things is Jim always sends me, uh, really great articles to read and he's on top of everything. So we want to pick his mind and get people to call in and, and let's talk, uh, no line three. That's, mm-hmm. uh, Jim, uh, welcome to pilots progressive party. Hello. Hello from hey. California. Yes, that's right. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to give away where you are, but uh, welcome. Oh. Where, where in California are you, Jim? Um, I'm about a mile or two from the state capital in oh, Sacramento. Okay. okay, Sacramento. Okay, awesome. Cool. Hey, so Jim, uh, one of the articles you sent us, you know, I just want to read the I want to get your uh, thoughts, but I just want to read kind of the headline here is uh, pipeline workers trek to Northwest Minnesota following Embridge approval. So we're always talking about jobs, 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 Minnesota jobs. And here we have this article. Do you want to comment a little bit about this? I'm sure I, uh, I think everyone's well aware that there really aren't that many jobs involved. I mean, there's some short-term jobs. Um, I've heard, I, and the whole narrative seems to get blown out of proportion. I've heard things recently, like a lot of people are thinking they're going to get jobs. There's jobs for everyone that wants one. And I, I, you know, you know, that's not really true. I think in regards to permanent jobs, there's, uh, I'm going to say less than 50, right? 
Mm. But for for the moment, there's a bunch of jobs, uh, which means that a lot of people will be congregating together. And um, um, I think that article that you're referring to is just talking about the the housing situation up there. Um, and I mean, it's not just housing. I think it's restaurants and casinos and whatever there is. There's going to be a lot of people, a lot more people than there normally is, right about mm-hmm. when you really don't want that to be happening. Yeah, and I think they're, yeah, I yeah. think, I think Walt is, I think they're, they're relying on Enbridge as a plan, right? But my understanding is that most of the people up there are subcontractors and the companies involved are not, it's not really even Enbridge. Um, maybe you guys know more about that, but I, I think it's just a, a sign that there are a lot of people excited that they're going to have an income, including people that own the hotels. And, um, you know, and it is kind of a short-term profit over common sense kind of situation. Right. The article two talks about, uh, or maybe you talked a little bit about me. This is like a, a super spreader that Trump has had, uh, whenever he gets a bunch of people congregated and, um, you know, that that's crazy because all these people and our native our native people are so susceptible to uh, getting COVID. And we have uh, all these people from all over the country coming in and uh, hopefully they're wearing a mask. But, you know, we see many, many instances where people feel like their freedoms being messed with and um, they don't care about other people. And uh, they always say the Constitution, but I believe they've never read the Constitution. But and so it's a, it's a, almost like a super spreader event, right, Jim? Um, I don't see why you couldn't use that to describe what the potential is. Um, I, you know, I don't know, you know, I know there's like this battle over what is an essential worker. Um, I know that what drove Trump felt like he couldn't win an election if he didn't get out there and have his rallies. Um, I, you know, my understanding is who is the University of Minnesota um, scientist Ulsterholm? And I think it's the Minneapolis Federal Reserve president came up with a plan recently that um, that is how do you shut down parts of the country and still come out good on the other end. I mean, the problem is we have a divided government. And I and I mm-hmm. think in Minnesota, from my point of view out here in California, one of the things that um, seemed, there's a kind of a treadmill with the Walters emergency powers. I believe he has to go back to the legislature every 28 days or something like that. And every time he does, the Republicans slap him down some mm-hmm. way, somehow, which is kind of a Trump tap- tactic. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just wonder how that, you know, I mean, if he tries to be proactive, um, I think line three is probably something that they're protecting. Um, he gets slapped down somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, my understanding, I haven't confirmed this, but I think that one of the, the Department of Commerce was squarely against line three for uh, just that it wasn't needed in the state, and they joined various legal actions against Line 3, and something happened recently where I believe all the the, party, the interested parties in the court case had to refile, and I think it was announced today that, um, uh, and this is something that Waltz had control over, is that they would not uh, join that case. Hmm. So I wonder why that is. Right. You know, and I wonder why they're not talking about the, uh, you know, the missing indigenous women's bill that's supposed to be coming out too. There's a, there's a lot of hush hush about that because of how much they intertwine with man camps and uh, and all those things. But uh, so, uh, Jim, can you hold on for a quick break here, and we're going to get uh, pay for some time here, and we're going to take a quick uh, commercial no break here. Awesome. Hey, you're listening to. Pilot's Progressive Party. I'm here with Wendy Pilot. Sky Pilot. 
Hello my relatives, my name is Madison Han and I'd like to remind you of the ways we can keep each other safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. Right now, COVID cases are higher in number than ever before in our communities, making it more important to follow safety guidelines than ever before. Each individual choice we make will have widespread consequences for all of us. Being safe helps keep people out of the hospital. Help those around you by doing the following. Wear a mask and make sure your mask covers your mouth and nose. Social distance in public as best as you can. Get tested if you are possibly exposed to COVID. And stay home if you feel sick. Remember our choices directly affect the health of our family, friends, and community. Free masks are available. Visit ramseycounty.us slash a mask for everyone. This information guide is brought to you by Ramsey County and Ramsey County Investment and Support Efforts. As a family-owned business, Standard Heating and Air Conditioning has been serving the Twin Cities since 1930. A new furnace or air conditioner from Standard Heating and Air can lower your monthly utility bills, administer more consistent temperatures, and even improve indoor air quality, making your home safer and healthier for the whole family. The average heating and cooling system lasts 15 to 20 years. So if yours is on its last legs, call Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Learn more at standardheatingdeals.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve. Any time is the right time to update your music collection, so stop in at the Electric Fetus and browse their massive selection. You'll find everything from rock and pop to international and roots, and so much more on CD and vinyl. Not only is Electric Fetus the best stop for music, but they also carry a wide and unique range of gifts. Bath products, clothing, books, stationery, candles, incense, you name it. That's the Electric Fetus at 2000 4th Avenue South in Minneapolis and online at efetus.com. I'm Candy Braffle, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine and host of Green Tea Conversations, a new show for people who are on a journey to take responsibility for their health and play a more active role in their family's well-being. Join me every Sunday at 10 a.m. as I interview local experts who share the latest in natural, holistic approaches in a fun and informative way. So grab a cup of tea and join the conversation as we awaken to natural health. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. Welcome back to Pilots Progressive Party. Hey, welcome back, Wendy. Mm-hmm. We're here. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, Jim Parrish, who's uh, who's in uh, California, and he's also a water protector, and he uh, supplies us with news and also uh, the Water Warriors page on Facebook. Uh, you guys can try and join, and uh, uh, there's, a, there's a vetting to, to come in. There's only a couple thousand of us there, but we get a lot of information out there, and uh, Jim's the one who spreads it. So thanks again, Jim, for being on. Also, a message to members. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, A message to all members on Water Warriors is that anyone can post on that page. So, Mm -hmm. just want to remind people. Well, you, yeah, that's good to remind people, but I really, what I'm saying too, is I really appreciate the stories that, uh, that you put up the up front and keep everyone, um, on top of what's happening. You know, there was a, there was a thing that happened at the Capitol early this morning, uh, Jim, and, uh, we saw videos and I think MN 350 was a part of it, but it was, uh, a protest at the governor's mansion, um, with the medical, uh, field. Right. Yeah, I I think I've met, uh, I've had occasion to be in Minnesota. I'm actually from Minnesota originally. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of what keeps me involved. Um, so that one person looked really familiar. I'm not real familiar with that group as a whole. I'm not a good one to necessarily talk about them. But um, it's encouraging to see that there are medical people that are willing to take a stand um, um, at the I mean, there's a lot of pressure on the medical system as a whole. I, mm-hmm. you know, I think I also sent you a story this morning about the American Ambulance Association basically putting their hand up saying that our system is about to collapse. Right. And, uh, I mean, I think they published that letter yesterday. I mean, they sent the letter to 
Health and Human Services, um, saying that something has to happen. There's no no funding. I mean, our government has been, or, you know, the federal government has been pretty absent in this whole situation. And um, I mean, I think what I'm hearing, even from Democrats, is, oh, there's a vaccine coming. It's mm-hmm. all good now. And I think. I think we all know that that's not really, you know, there's a lot of time between now and then. And, uh, you know, I think when we're talking about line three up north, I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, are probably going to get exposed that don't need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the healthcare systems up north in northern Minnesota uh, will be overwhelmed. And uh, I think that we really just need to step back and start thinking about, um, our healthcare workers. If you don't, you know, really care about COVID, if you're not worried about getting um, infected, if you're not worried about infecting anybody else, at least take a take a look at it, step back, and just say, "All right, fine. Well, I'll just do this for our ca- healthcare workers. So just do it for them. That's I, all." I'm not seeing any healthcare workers writing stories that it's all good now or anything right. like that. I exactly. mean, most most of I mean, right down the block from me. Mm-hmm. Um, is a friend who's one of the past presidents of the California Nurses Association, mm. yeah, Bonnie Costello, and I kind of I pay attention to what what she's putting out there, and um, there, I mean, we I think we're breaking records every day. I mean, mm-hmm. Minnesota included, and well, I, this is Joe not Vitale, this is not over. Joe Vitale uh, posted on our Facebook: We are the number one state now with COVID cases per hundred thousand so we're we're oh, number really, one it, no. it switched from south dakota from north dakota to south dakota to now minnesota okay yeah yep. well we're also close yeah and i think people move around so yeah i mean this is this is a really hard thing um i'm i'm all for the vaccine. Um, if Dr. Fauci and the doctors who I've worked with in the infectious disease department for the past 14 years say it's safe and effective, I've said it before and I'll say it again, I'm going to be the first one online when it's my turn to get it. Um, and uh, 75% of the population has to be vaccinated in order for us to live a mask-free life again and to be able to sit in restaurants again and to be able to congregate in our homes again with people other than our immediate family. Um, and unless everybody gets on board and is all for this, va- you know, this vaccine, um, even if, you know, 40, if 40% of the population gets vaccinated, um, it's not going to work. We're still going to have to wear masks and we're still going to have to be careful. And it's, it's, we're not going to get back to the way things used to be. And I don't even want to call that normal because right. I don't even know if that was normal. But right. I, you know, it's just right. Well, you know, that's a, why don't we take a quick break and then why don't we talk a little bit about more about the pipeline mm-hmm. and no and no line three. Mm-hmm. So let's take a quick break. And Jim, can you hang on for one more one more segment? He said yes. I I felt it. Okay. All right. Hey, <laughs> you're listening to Pilots Progressive Party here on the Progressive Voice of Minnesota. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helps shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. 
Hey, Kudigate everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Roots Radio, then Pilot's Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon Native Roots Radio Network and help in any way you can. Pinigi, and thank you for your support. Hi, it's Tom. Solar power is more important than ever as a long-term investment for yourself and your community. And that's why I trust All Energy Solar to provide a cost-effective, environmentally friendly energy system. But several key incentives that make solar available will be sunsetting in 2021. So now is the time to get your solar project on the books. All Energy Solar can walk you through the process using their zero-contact virtual evaluation process. Financing options are available to those who qualify. So go green and start saving at allenergysolar.com today. What a hypnosis, what is it? Cause I really like to know. What is it? Welcome back to Pilot's Progressive Party. Hey, welcome back, Wendy. Mm-hmm. I just have to say, I think that uh, you picked out the best bumper music um, that I've heard on AM 950 with the other radio a, shows. Do I get an award or something? Mm-hmm. Or a I'll, t-shirt. Get, I'll get you an award. No <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> Robert has 585 t-shirts. Yeah. Well, they all have a meaning, I think. <laughs> They're all sentimental. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Hey, back to uh, Jim on on the phone. Jim Parrish, who's uh, one of the administrators of uh, water, uh, Twin Cities Water Protectors and uh, our water warriors. And uh, I'm here with Wendy. And we're, we're talking COVID, which really does have a lot to do with the pipeline. But let's get back into the nitty gritty of the pipeline and how we don't need it how none of this oil is, none of the workers are from here, Minnesota, mm-hmm. not none, but not 100%, but sure. most. Mm-hmm. The oil is tar sands, the dirtiest, dirtiest oil in the world, mm-hmm. shooting through a pipe at a high speed with chemicals. We don't even know what the chemicals are to lubricate that peanut butter style. Uh, tar sands, thank you. it's so thick. And yeah. then it's going to uh, other places. We're not even using the gas here. Mm-hmm. So all this misinformation that's out there that's really crippled us from everywhere from watching uh, the tournaments, the high school tournaments with all these Embridge commercials mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, watching um, uh, TPT or mm-hmm. PBS here with Embridge supporting them and mm-hmm. all all this, you know, I, I, all these flowers and beautiful beautiful things, little kids running through the grass, you know, and re- literally, and it's... And it's a poisonous, toxic mm-hmm. oil that we don't need. And we're making other companies uh, that aren't even from this country rich, rich yeah. on our back. And, the, you know, one thing about pipelines, Wendy, mm-hmm. is 100% they do leak. Absolutely. I mean, they might not leak in a year or five years, but they're going to leak. There's and this no is, question about it. And this is up in indigenous. Uh, indigenous treaty land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, everywhere is treaty land. But right. You know, we have tribes up there. We have uh, Ojibwe tribes that uh, that take uh, the rice out of the water. Mm-hmm. It's a big uh, economic uh, happening zone. Absolutely. And also it's food. And who wants dirty water? You know, next thing we're going to be fighting is this uh, dang, um, what is that up in, up in the arrowhead? Help me. I can't help you. Oh, no. <laughs> this is sad. You've never said that before. But, uh, you know, where they're, where they're doing the mineral mine, the mining. Oh, yeah, the fracking. Is it fracking? No? Okay. I don't mm. know what you're saying then. I'm sorry. Right. I can't help well, you. Well, Jim probably does. Jim, welcome back to uh, Pilot's Progressive Party. Thank you. I think you're talking about the... the uh the copper mines up there thank you yes that's exactly it thank you i couldn't spit the i still can't spit the name of the biz, uh, the company out but there's another foreign company mm-hmm. that's coming in here and wants to dirty up the mm-hmm. pristine waters up there um so well, there's a there's a couple of them up there that they're yeah. trying to be built 
and we got Stauber up there, you know, the Republican that's uh, pushing all this, and he's a he's a Trump wannabe, or and uh, I don't know. I'm just really irritated and sickening. But uh, back to you, Jim. Um, what can what can we do? I mean, uh, Wendy and I are going to go up there and scout it out. But we went to Standing Rock. We know you were at Standing Rock for uh, a long time, and you know all the water protectors. What what are what are your plans, and what what do you think we should do? Well, I wasn't there the whole time. Um, I was there late in the winter uh, at the holidays and then in the aftermath and um, and the evictions and stuff. Um, I All you can do is find your front line and stand there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, what, calling walls what, and writing letters, I mean... Is it a lost cause by now, or can people? Do you think people should really still do that? I think I think that if the need arises, you can still do all of that. Um, and um, right, I you know, there's a movement that will form around this fight, and uh, um, just gotta have an open mind and try and be present for it. Um, I mean, in the midst of a really hard situation, COVID and winter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, separate COVID from the rest of it. I mean, it, COVID is, I mean, it's two different issues. The, the pandemic and line three are two different things. Um, mm-hmm. um, and uh, to have both of them happening at the same time is just kind of maddening. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I, you know, I, I plan on just being present as much as I can. I hope to be there in the near future in Minnesota. Yeah. And what that looks like, I'm not quite sure. You know, it, it is, it's different from Standing Rock. But, um, yeah, there's different fronts. We had one front in Standing Rock, and they're digging in, I, I heard, seven different places at once. Right. And I, you know, a lot of people, I believe, think that they're going to try and get it done in four months or something like that. You know, Hmm. and I, my perspective being out here, it's like, wow, how could they do that in the winter in four months, you know, five Hmm. months? And I mean, what are they afraid of? Um, Are they afraid of the court cases? Are they afraid of water protectors? Uh, You know, I mean, and that is why they're unwilling to not work during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what, what the deal is, but, um, you know, yeah, I'd like to hear back from you after you go up there. Yeah, definitely. When we're going to go live too, so you can share it on your, uh, water, water warriors, uh, page two. Um, I want to just give you a quick peony. Thank you for uh, coming on and, and talking with us. Um, and in this last moments too, it's, it's really maddening. And I know you've been a big part of, uh, protecting the water with, uh, with us, you're a big ally. And I wanted to say, Pinigi, thank you for being on the show tonight. Well, thanks for you for what you do too, Robert. Right on. Hey, thanks, Jim. And that was Jim, man, Jim Parrish, you know, he's a, he's a water protector. Mm-hmm. Many people that, uh, did the water protecting are still doing the water protecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need more people like him. We need more people to, to stand up. You know, I'm kind of thinking like, you know, walls has done, done such a great job, I think with COVID and keeping us um, safe and looking at the science and looking at what's important and making decisions based on that. And it really kind of blows my mind that when he, when it comes to the pipeline, line three, um, it seems like he's not looking at the same science and the same, you know, um, like mathematical equations that come out and say this and this equals bad, you know? Well, it, so it's I, almost like he's running for reelection again. Know. And, right. and one of the things, interesting things, and, uh, Sasha, you can jump in with us on, on this. One of the interesting things, and I'll tell everyone too, if they want to chat, chat, uh, chat up with us is nine, five, two, nine, four, six, six, two, zero, five. Um, 
One of the, you know, he, I, I don't know if you get the emails, but I get the emails during the election, mm-hmm. the election cycle. Now he hasn't, he isn't running in this election mm-hmm. cycle, but right. he was asking for money mm-hmm. and donations. And I was getting emails sent to me. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think Brett mentioned this in his, his show and earlier today too. And, and, and it's a really good point. He wasn't getting money for the democratic party per Mm -hmm. se or or promoting or spreading it out it was specifically for him so is he afraid that he's not gonna uh, win this next election my question is does he think that there's more people who will vote for him that's for the pipeline obviously right he thinks that there's more people out there who will vote for him that are for the pipeline than he must think there that now are because not enough people against the pipeline that will vote for him. He must think that because it wasn't that way before because he pandered to Native Americans and mm-hmm. uh, BIPOC people yeah. to elect him. And we know mm-hmm. he was from uh, Rochester, mm-hmm. uh, and which is a red area. Mm-hmm. And we know he's more moderate mm-hmm. and all those things. But then Peggy became his uh, running ma- running mate. And he made a bi- the first announcement was at the Indian Center in Minneapolis that it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um and so I feel like a lot of t- a lot of it is like they're uh, he pandered to us, and now mm-hmm. he's doing whatever he wants to do. I, granted, I think he's done a great do- job with COVID, mm-hmm. but this is still part of. We were talking a little bit off the air, but this is still a little bit a part of. Uh, how does COVID fit with Line Three, mm-hmm. and Line Three fit with COVID? Mm-hmm. What it really does, and I don't think he's seeing it. It's a question we should put out for everyone to give us your opinion on that. But it looks like we have somebody calling in right now on the line. We have Gary from Minneapolis. Hi, Gary. Yep. How are you? I'm doing okay. Are you guys doing great? Happy yeah, holidays. You're doing, doing good over here. How, how, what's your thoughts, Gary? Well, um, I read a couple of books about six, five years ago before Trump got in. And Naomi Klein wrote one, something like Capitalism and the Environment. And uh, she said we got about four years before a devastating environmental chaos to do something about it. And she said the sad thing is that we got all this anti-government stuff going on, like they're privatizing everything, like Medicare and the schools and everything. And she says we did a massive government program like Roosevelt did. And then, you know, AOC, which are Alexandria Cortez, she's one of my favorites. She says mm-hmm. we need a new deal that includes everybody this time. And right. I, I, she's probably my favorite congressperson. And and then uh, uh, James Hansen, the guy who was head of NASA that was such a scientific uh, spoken person. And and he, uh, in his book, he said... Uh, no, he said we. Uh, let me think a minute. He said something profound that uh, these pipelines. You're talking about XL pipeline and the Koch brothers. I believe in the most of this stuff in the Tarzans. And he said that that keeps us from renewables. There's so many jobs in renewables in the future if people could just see through this phony stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's right, Gary. That's a really good point. Thank you so much, Gary, for calling in. We always appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks Gary. Wow. We love Gary. And Gary uh, makes more sense than me. Yeah, he's a reader and he's into this. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really, it's great to see him when we get to see him. And um, Absolutely. And like, you know, he said in a way that, you know, it's short-sighted. Line three is a short-sighted, you know, Mm-hmm. taking right here i mean they're you know they're gonna have this big pipeline in the well in do you the- remember in the beginning of covid and i remember talking to winona leduc about this is that a barrel of oil at one time was worth negative twenty dollars mm-hmm. so you know when you're fracking stuff you have to you, there's a sweet spot in there per barrel has to cost in order for them to make money and mm-hmm. i think it was like 60 or 70 dollars a barrel mm-hmm. So nobody was making money. And um, that was during the beginning of the COVID during the lockdown mm-hmm. when nobody was driving. Yeah. And so let's think about that. Well, I know both of us have, we're not driving like we used to drive. There's no way. We haven't. You haven't used your car in like three months. I did today. Today was the first time <laughs> in three months and you opened up your hood to make sure there weren't any animals who built a nest in there. Yeah, it's been at least three months. You're right. Mm-hmm. Jeez. I, I have a question. It's Is it for probably me? Probably a really stupid one. So let's say you have an electric car, right? <laughs> yeah. 
you don't need to get oil changes on an electric car, right? You wouldn't need to get well, your oil I, changed, right? Is there any oil or anything in, in an electric car? There's got to be some kind of oil for Somebody the grease. call in and let us know about this. because <laughs> let's, take a, let's take a break because Wendy wants to buy a, a, an electric car here for me. I'm going to Google and your it birthday, in, our, in yeah. our commercial. And your your birthday's coming up. So it's really the big six zero. Oh, Oh, what? You're older than me? Okay, we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Pilot's Progressive Park. Warner Stellion is serving up unbeatable, exclusive Black Friday savings on thousands of in-stock appliances. Receive free installation when you choose a KitchenAid, Frigidaire, or Beko dishwasher. Save hundreds on top-rated laundry pairs and complete kitchen packages. Then save more with safe, free delivery and haul away from our trusted specialists. Open a Warner's card and we'll gift you a $100 bonus. Unbeatable Black Friday appliance savings are waiting at Minnesota's own appliance specialist, Warner Stellion. Hello, my relatives. My name is Madison Hand, and I'd like to remind you of the ways we can keep each other safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. Right now, COVID cases are higher in number than ever before in our communities, making it more important to follow safety guidelines than ever before. Each individual choice we make will have widespread consequences for all of us. Being safe helps keep people out of the hospital. Help those around you by doing the following. Wear a mask and make sure your mask covers your mouth and nose. Social distance in public as best as you can. Get tested if you are possibly exposed to COVID. And stay home if you feel sick. Remember, our choices directly affect the health of our family, friends, and community. Free masks are available. Visit ramseycounty.us slash a mask for everyone. This information guide is brought to you by Ramsey County and Ramsey County Investment and Support Efforts. Warner Stellion is serving up unbeatable, exclusive Black Friday savings on thousands of in-stock appliances. Receive free installation when you choose a KitchenAid, Frigidaire, or Beko dishwasher. Save hundreds on top-rated laundry pairs and complete kitchen packages. Then save more with safe, free delivery and haul away from our trusted specialists. Open a Warner's card and we'll gift you a $100 bonus. Unbeatable Black Friday appliance savings are waiting at Minnesota's own appliance specialist, Warner Stellion. Hazel's Northeast is back and offering some of the most creatively prepared comfort food you'll find. Delicious breakfast options include the slow-cooked brisket hash, chicken fried steak, and the famed drunken banana French toast. Or for lunch and dinner, there's Swedish meatballs, wild rice gumbo, and more. Hazel's Northeast is open Wednesdays through Saturdays 8 to 8 and Sundays 9 to 2. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. Make your reservation now at hazelsne2go.com. What a hypnosis, what is it? Cause I feel like I can know. What is it? Welcome back to Pilot's Progressive Party. Hey, Wendy. Hey, so as soon as we went to commercial, I, I said, hey, sorry, does an electric car need an oil change? And the answer is no, which I thought it was. Um, so that's 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 a good thing. It has a different uh, drive tr- train yeah, doesn't have pistons and valves and no. things that moving parts that need to be lubricated. So, oh, like an I electric mean, car does not need regular oil change. But I'm so. sure they need to be greased up with the rims and the tires, no, or not the no you know, the regular ball. oil changes. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. So I want to thank Jackie for uh, reminding us because I'm a dumb dumb. It's Polymet. Polymet. That's what you we were talking and about. Lake we Superior Watershed, yep. and then the Twins Metals uh, Boundary Waters Watershed. Mm-hmm. They're the two copper sulfide uh, mines, mm-hmm. and the, they're on the horizon, as she put. So mm-hmm. thank you, Peeny Gigi and Jackie, for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm we just always exasper- have smart people helping us out, so I like that. Yeah, I'm exasperated, Wendy. Yeah, I know it's very disheartening, and it's just. Uh, you just just feel like you don't know what to do anymore. Like you just throw up your hands. Um, you know, I've left messages for Governor Walls, and I don't know. You know, I think people just ha- have to call his office and just keep saying it over and over and over to him. I'm a voting constituent. I'm against Line Three. Um, I mean, is there any way that he could like 
turn or <laughs> change his mind. Let and- me just say this. Health professionals in northern Minnesota residents pleaded with the governor to halt construction of Enbridge's controver- controversial $2.6 billion oil pipeline, saying that the project will draw thousands of out-of-state workers who could accelerate the spread of COVID-19. Health professionals for a healthy climate at the event with climate justice group MN350 held a social distance press event rally Wednesday morning, this morning in front of the governor's office. Mm -hmm. So there it is. Mm -hmm. And we have somebody on the line. We have Ruth from Maple Grove and it looks like she has some questions. I don't know if we can answer them, Ruth, but someone, (laughs) Wendy can. We'll see. Welcome. Ruth. Ruth. How are you? Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call, and I was just curious, I thought a friend of mine had said there might be a chance that um, Attorney General Keith Ellison could do something to s- slow down or stop the Line 3, that's one wow. question, okay. and, then, and I'll take my answer offline, but then I had another one because I've been listening to you for months, and you frequently play What is Hip, which my husband and I are, are fans of Tower of Power, and I just wanted to know your uh, uh, connection to Tower of Power or whatever. Well, I'm a trumpet player, so uh, I am hip. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and awesome. we're both from that era of, uh, you know, the, the 70s music. So uh, they're from the 70s, right? Tower of Power? Well, they're still going now, but yeah. You yeah, went to I a mean, concert. Yeah, we went to a Tower of Power. Of, a couple times. They were at the fair, too. They were at the fair. Yeah, and they That was up. like the best uh concert ever and it was free as long as you got into the fair we thought yeah we missed the fair but yeah tower power uh uh i'm I'm a trumpet player i marched in drum and bugle corps and uh you know all the band all the uh chase and all those guys uh even chicago in the early days all the horn bands in the 70s uh uh we love okay cool thank you you know anything of whether or not keith ellison can do anything and i'll just hang up thank you for for taking my call. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's awesome to hear from people that uh, haven't called before that have been listening to yeah, us for a while. Yeah, and that's a really good um, I did read somewhere about Keith, and... Keith Ellison could do something, really? and right now he hasn't. Okay, so, so maybe we need to call Keith Ellison's The Attorney office, General. Yep. The Attorney Attorney General and um, rock, his, rock his phone rock off. Rock his because phone off the hook and just leave him messages politely mm-hmm. uh, telling him that we don't need this line three. Um, I'm going to send him an email yeah. also. Why don't you uh, quickly look that, look that up while I'm talking to Sasha, because I know there is uh, there is stuff going on with uh, Keith Ellison. Hey, Robert. Hi, Wendy. How are you too? Hi. Good. How are you? Hey, uh, you were a rock star today on Brett's show. We were listening in really good. Uh, so what is a uh, really good comments by you? What does a young person like you think about when you hear about what we're struggling here, uh, our native people and people yeah. that love clean water and air? Well, thanks for the comment, first of all. But, you know, it, I don't think it's very controversial to say I like clean water and air i think that's pretty <laughs> you know, i think that's pretty essential i just i i was thinking this whole time and i was waiting to jump in i just can't believe that in the year 2020 we are still debating whether or not to keep uh to keep this like to, to open up new pipelines you know yeah. and, and like especially such destructive ones and like you said mm-hmm. it's not even it's not even lucrative like it's it's mm-hmm. it, it's it's expensive and it just well, and, uh-huh. and people always say, Sasha and Wendy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that made me think when you said that is that it's a replacement line. And you know what? They're keeping the old line in. So really, they could be sneaky and running two pipelines during the, at the same time. And people don't talk about that. The people that are for the pipeline say it's a replacement. You don't want it to leak. Well, you know what? It's been leaking and you're not going to pull it out of the ground. So what difference does it make? Mm-hmm. This is it, it's ridiculous. It, it really reminds me, and this is, and this is kind of like an analogy, but this is besides the fact that small businesses need support uh, in this during this time. But I can't believe that it was a question whether or not to keep like bars open or whether to allow private parties. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems it seems so absurd. The answer right. seems so obvious. Right. And I think he, that's uh, the thing that uh, the governor and again, Wendy's going to get the phone number out there. Um, 
or maybe she's not, but to call the governor's office because he's getting a lot of pushback and a lot of pushback from people that we voted in. Thank goodness. You know, we have Mary Kunish, uh, who came up right away, our new uh, senator, state senator, who uh, was against it right away when it came out last week. Um, also, uh, we have Jen McEwen, who's brand new up there in Duluth, who's totally against it. And all these sensible people that, uh, you know, we're going to go up there uh, on Friday and really see what's going on and scope it out. Mm-hmm. I'd love yeah, to join. Check it out. Yeah, definitely. We're all going to be wearing masks and social distancing, but we're going to be up there in solidarity. And I do have uh, um, Attorney General Keith Ellison's phone number. So if you'd like, call him up politely, leave him a message asking him to help us stop line three, 651 296 3353 651-296-3353 so uh, that's awesome and uh sasha's a good man um thanks ruth for bringing that up yes on your phone call we appreciate that big time big time we love phone calls and listen to tower power (laughs) that's right that's right hey uh, so i want to say we need to resist, divest, join a group, and run for office. You know, and I say that at the end of Native Ritz Radio, but mm-hmm. we need to say that every time we have to stay plugged in because now we're in another two-year cycle, and this next cycle is for the governor, mm-hmm. and this is also for the soul of this state because what he's doing to our Native people up there is not mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's not. Period. It really isn't. It isn't. We still have some time, though. So forty seconds. That's it. Wow. <laughs> it went by fast. You thought we were going <laughs> to. Time flies when you're having fun. It was totally fun. And you get to hang out with the little puppies there. I want to thank uh, Jim Parrish for being on today. Sasha for producing the show. Wendy for being my awesome and beautiful wife. <laughs> it and says her, it right here. <laughs> yeah, it says it right here. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to Pilot's Progressive Party here on The Voice of Progressive Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs>